Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the Franchise Business Journey podcast. As a part of our Total Tools business series, Insights of Total Tools, we spoke to Nicole Bemelmans, who was the GM of the Total Tools merchandising team. Listen as Nicole explores the journey that led her to Total Tools, the challenges and opportunities in a male-dominated industry, and her drive and passion for Total Tools in the trade. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu from Eaton Exchange. Today we're joined by Nicole Bimmelmans, who's the GM of Merchandising for Total Tools. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Nicole. Thanks very much for having me. Firstly, Nicole, can you tell us a little bit about your background, your professional background and how you came to be a part of Total Tools? Sure. My background, I guess, started in the industry around 20 years ago at a company called Black & Decker, now called Stanley Black & Decker. And uh, I joined the marketing department as a junior at the time and worked my way through the ranks in marketing, looking after a range of appliances, toasters, irons, kettles, etc. And around mid-1990, I think it was, Black & Decker uh, chose to sell off the appliance business to Girard Industries. And I was faced with the opportunity of should I move with the sale of the business or was provided a role of marketing manager, consumer products, power tools. And at the time, I thought, geez, I'm not really too sure if I can become passionate about uh, tools you know, it's not something that I'm really familiar with and, you know, but I really loved the company and thought it was a good opportunity and decided to stay. And, and during my 12 years at Black & Decker, I moved through a series of, of positions, uh, finishing there as a commercial director uh, at the end of that tenure. I was coerced to, I guess, move to another company through some ex-colleagues who were still operating a tool business from a supplier side, but they were marketing to companies around the world. And that really, I guess, attracted me to that position. I got to work on product development, design, procurement, etc., for organisations such as Home Depot, Sears, Kingfisher Group across Europe, etc. So Travelled the world, um, developing tools on behalf of of retailers while still obviously serving many customers locally here. And, you know, that was a great experience over nine years. Unfortunately, towards the end, um, you know, through a number of circumstances, the business was put into administration and I was asked to actually help trade out the, the business with the receivers and managers. That was quite character building. You know, I was still traveling to China and ensuring that our suppliers, you know, were were continuing to provide product whilst we were facilitating a sale, of which I I helped assist in doing that with one of our uh, ex-customers actually in the UK. So, you know, it was a really challenging time, but also provided great experience overall uh, commercially, which has held me in quite good stead. I continued to import for a number of local suppliers and retailers here, again still in the tool industry, when I decided to move back into a larger corporate. I reached out to an ex-colleague and, you know, within a matter of hours, you know, I was put in front of the CEO and chairman of Total Tools. And, you know, not too long after was appointed as a general manager of marketing at the time. You know, it was a much smaller organisation then, but you know, that was, I guess, my transition from supplier to retailer, and I saw that as a, a great opportunity. So, Nicole, how's the transition been from being a supplier to the industry 
for being the head of the merchandising department? To be honest, I haven't really found it too difficult. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm a very customer-centric person and as my role as a supplier and developing products to suit the needs of a user, you know, you always had the customer, you know, first of mind. And my role as head of merchandise at Total Tools is really not dissimilar to that. You know, it's about enabling and, and finding the right product at the right price to satisfy the needs of our, our consumer. I guess if I had to identify what one of the greatest challenges of, you know, transitioning from supplier to retailer, it's really that retail is, is somewhat more dynamic. And I say that because the dates in the calendar just don't change. And, you know, June 30 tax time, which is a key period for us, isn't going to be moved because from a development perspective, I might not yet be ready. You know, timelines are critical and you have to have a great capacity to, to manage a lot of balls in the air at any point in time, you know, to address key event periods such as tax time and Father's Day. So that's probably one of the, the bigger differences between supplier and, and retail. Sure. And what's it like working for a national franchise? Yeah, look, I, I love working for Total Tools. You know, franchising is definitely very different to a corporate environment. You know, you need to do a lot more onboarding when you're in a franchise organisation. And therefore, we have a lot to do with key stakeholders. So fundamentally, our stores. And, you know, we have a really diverse network of operators in the Total Tools, you know, store network. And, you know, they may be an ex-advertising manager, an ex-FIFO worker, someone who already operates a series of franchisees, etc. So you get a lot of entrepreneurial input, I guess, that really helps us uh, continue to hone uh, what the Total Tools franchise model looks like. So, you know, from that perspective, I, I find it very rewarding. So what are some of the biggest challenges as a member of the Total Tools team? One of the greatest challenges that we're facing right now is maintaining profitability. And, you know, that's not something that any retailer at the moment is unaccustomed to. You know, there's a lot of, of pressure on market, on, on margin, sorry. And you know, in addition to that, I guess, another challenge that we're facing is there's a slowdown in the housing market at present. And that's really forecast to continue for the next 18 months or so. So that in itself provides a number of challenges, you know, but at the same time, you know, we find that there are industries such as maintenance that typically improve in this kind of environment. And there's also ongoing a lot of investment in infrastructure. So in many ways, they do balance out one another. However, you know, it's certainly a challenge from margin compression and coupled with a slowdown in the industry at the moment that, you know, we need to manage on a daily basis. But, you know, we've got a very robust strategic plan that, you know, holds us in good stead to, to cope with the next 18 months. And then we expect the, the market to become a little more buoyant as it has been in the past. Thanks, Nicole. You mentioned the market sentiment. Within that context, what's unique about Total Tools as product offering? And given retail trends, what does Total Tools need to do to stay relevant? Sure. Well, for us, it's about really staying true to what our core competencies are. And that's about, you know, being products that we're famous for. And they're professional tools for users who use tools to make a living. 
you know, we're, we're not a supplier of DIY tools. Whilst we definitely have some DIY consumers visit our stores and there's an offer available for them, you know, we really do stay uh, focused on our core competency of professional tools. And I guess the DNA to support that is, you know, we pride ourselves in offering the right service, the right advice, you know, the backup repair, etc., to support, you know, those who need to get going on the job site very quickly. And, you know, I guess time is money when it comes to a tradesman. And so we very much tailor our services to support that user. In addition to that, it's about having the right brands available. And, you know, we are the, the largest professional tool supplier in the country. We're the only national supplier. Most of our key competition is actually state-based. And we have a very large uh, house of brands and they're international brands that tradies feel comfortable using for, for their work purposes. How involved are you with the franchisees in regard to stock, merchandising, sales, events, so how would you rate yourselves and how hands-on you are with all these functions? Yeah, look, I'm intimately involved with all of our store network. You know, we have in the merchandise department a really big responsibility. You know, the, the success of Total Tools is really derived upon having the right product at the right price, you know, to satisfy that, that need of the end user. So we work very closely with the stores in terms of range development. We get our franchisees or a selected group of franchisees involved in range review process. And it's from those range reviews and product selections that we negotiate, you know, the best deal with our suppliers and then put forward those programs or those products to the marketing department to you know, further communicate what the offer is within a total tool store. So I would suggest that I'm very hands-on. Probably in some instances, I get far too granular, but at the end of the day, I feel that it's really important to have my finger on the pulse and the best way to do that is either get out in the field or stay in um, regular touch with our franchisees and our users. So what's it like working in a relatively male-dominated environment? I find working in a male-dominated environment not too difficult, to be honest. I've been doing it so long now that I really don't consider the fact that it is more, the tool industry is more male-dominated. You know, if I look back to the early stages in my career, you know, I was one of only three women at the time, I think, buying tools in China. And, and then, you know, it was really quite strange to walk into a factory and, and them not expecting a female to, to come in the door. But the reality is these days things have, have changed. You know, on, on the other scale, I would like to think that I'm a positive influence to many other women executives who, you know, are seeking to diversify into uh, the tool industry, etc. And I guess one of the added bonuses is it does boost the, the diversity score. But, you know, overall, I, um, I don't find it too dissimilar. You know, I think times have, have progressively changed. Probably one of the greatest challenges of being in a male-dominated environment is attracting women to key roles. And if I think back to when I was recruiting for an e-commerce manager, there was, you know, I thought it was a great opportunity for, you know, any gender, a role, but was really just struggling to get any females to apply. And it was because, you know, at the end of the day, tools, I guess, weren't considered, you know, sexy or, you know, fashion was where things were at in relation to e-commerce. But I guess I looked at it quite differently and I felt that, 
you know, we could be the fashion or the net a porter of tools. And this was a real opportunity for somebody to make a mark uh, in their career. So I know once we can get them through the door and we can speak to them about the opportunity that, you know, we're able to portray that, you know, be it e-commerce, loyalty, or as a buyer, you know, gender's not necessarily relative. And, you know, it's just really getting those candidates to apply in the first place. Yeah, so Nicole, what motivates you to do what you do? What drives you to get out of bed in the morning? Look, I've always been a really driven individual. I guess that was part of my upbringing. My parents instilled a you know really strong work ethic. You know, from from early on as a teenager, you know, I enjoy a challenge, and you know, I'm very results driven. You know, I love. You know, I love every day looking at the sales numbers and, you know, performing against a budget and, you know, driving a a team, a a large team of individuals for for success. So, you know, I guess that's what gets me out of bed from, you know, morning to night to, you know, deliver results and profit and feel very proud and set a really great example for my kids, to be honest. So what are you most proud of as a member of the Total Tools team? I've got lots of proud moments during my time at Total Tools, you know, be that from introducing new national brands to the retail store footprint, um, watching the development of staff, you know, introducing a terrific marketing campaign, you know, lots of really proud moments. But I guess if I had to summarise one of them, it would be the growth of Total Tools over the last five years. You know, I'd like to think I've been quite instrumental in helping the Total Tools Network achieve growth of, you know, healthy double digit growth in an environment where the industry is compounding at less than 3%. So that's been a terrific result over a five year period and, you know, significantly demonstrates the market share that Total Tools is taking in this industry. So what does the future look like for you at Total Tools? The future for me uh, personally at Total Tools, you know, is in somewhat a little bit of an unknown as we grow from a $500 million business to, you know, a billion dollars and beyond. Our store network grows from 79 stores today to, you know, aspirations of well over 100. I guess, you know, I've got quite a diverse background. I've moved in my time here from marketing to, to merchandise. And, you know, I would still expect that I'll always have a hand in, in the product, but, you know, I'll be ensuring that I'm developing a, a key uh, succession plan of individuals to, I guess, take the, the mantle of general manager of merchandise and potentially work on some other key strategic initiatives that, you know, we have as part of our plan to drive the growth into the future. What are some of the key trends going on in the industry? And how's Total Tools the best position to capitalise on these? There are a number of key trends happening within the tool industry at present. Uh, One of those would be silicosis and, you know, the the need to remove dust on a job site. You know, health is absolutely paramount and, you know, there's a lot being done in this space. And in fact, the legislation isn't too far away. So we're doing a lot in terms of what products and what accessories, etc. are going to help keep our tradesmen safer on a job site. Uh, So that's quite topical at the moment and, you know, going through a lot of, you know, legislation. In addition to that, there's definitely been a move towards a cordless job site. This has been enabled by the fact, again, it removes the need for a cord and which is a great health and safety benefit. But also as technology has improved, you know, we're now managing to get 
the performance out of, of cordless tools that perhaps we couldn't 10 years ago. That in itself is therefore also redefining what the outdoor powered equipment category looks like. You know, as we, we cut the cord or we move away from, I guess, petrol powered products, which are much noisier, they have gas emissions, etc., to a more quieter and robust, I guess, range of outdoor powered equipment that, that need less repair, you know, negate the need for oil, etc. So there are a lot of trends that are happening within the industry at the moment. We're also, uh, we're embarking on a trial at the moment with Milwaukee Power Tools and EnviroStream where we're actually trialing in Victoria, a battery recycling program. You know, sadly, Australians are actually the worst recyclers of lithium batteries in the world, in the Western world, that is. And it's great to be a part of, you know, uh, that kind of initiative to support the environment as well, you know, in terms of disposing of the tools it is that we sell in a, in a safe way for Australia's future. So how do you and your team support the franchisees within the group on a day-to-day basis? On a daily basis, we're negotiating with our uh, suppliers from a price perspective, range perspective, you know, on behalf of offering the right product to franchisees. You know, we keep them updated through a series of bulletins, action emails, etc. You know, in addition to that, to ensure that our stores are relevant day by day, we price scrape overnight to ensure our prices are on the money and we're competitive. You know, these are all, I guess, ways in which we assist a franchisee to ensure that they're getting the, the sales return from their investment in a Total Tools model. So what do you love about working for Total Tools? Look, I love my job at Total Tools. You know, I do find it quite challenging. But the reality is, you know, I've got a, a great group of stakeholders that I get to work with, both in National Support Office and out in the field. So despite us being over $500 million, we are really like still a big family. And, you know, that's a really important part is the culture at, at Total Tools. And it's something that, you know, I'm very proud of, of being a part of. You know, I, at the end of the day, stakeholder engagement is key and onboarding, be that a potential new franchisee or an existing franchisee who may not see the vision that you have for a particular product or a particular range. You know, it's great to have those one-on-one conversations or those group conversations. We've got a host of entrepreneurs in our business and, you know, getting that two-way feedback is invaluable in ensuring that we can, you know, hone our model to, um, to the best of our ability. So anyone out there thinking about becoming a Total Tools franchisee, is there anything you'd really want to tell them or a particular piece of advice they should think about? I guess the advice for anyone looking to become a franchisee, you know, I would just suggest that they do their due diligence. You know, franchising is a very rewarding opportunity for many individuals, but it's not just a turnkey approach. And, you know, you do need to absolutely get your hands dirty, get involved and, you know, contribute, be that on a local state or national level uh, to really get the most out of your franchise store. Thanks a lot for your time, Nicole. It's been extremely insightful having you on um, and we'd love to have you on again for an update soon. We do encourage anyone interested in hearing more from Nicole or um, finding out more about Total Tools and an opportunity, please put your name in and one of the team will be in touch with you ASAP to get the ball rolling with the company 
Um, once again, Nicole, pleasure having you on, and we'd love to have you on again soon. This podcast was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this podcast, we spoke to Nicole Belmans, the GM of merchandising at Total Tools. To find out more about the topics discussed in this podcast, or to discover opportunities within Total Tools, visit totaltools.com.au/franchiseopportunities. This site also contains more episodes of this podcast series, or you can also find them at businessbyinvest.com. Thanks for listening.